Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome back to the Tip of the Tower Toronto Maple Leafs podcast. We're going to go through part two of our 2017 NHL mock draft. So we're going to do picks 16 to 30, which will obviously include the Toronto Maple Leafs. And since we're a Toronto Maple Leafs site, well, Toronto Sports site, we're going to spend a little more time going through the Toronto Maple Leafs picks. And then at the end of the draft, we're going to go back and go through a series of questions, some of which will, again, involve the Leafs, which isn't surprising to anybody, I don't think. So aside from this being a little more Leafs-focused, um, it'll be the same format. Each guy, Omar, Austin, Jake, and Dave, are going to go through their picks for each team. Uh, again, they're not going to know who is picking what, so it's all surprise, fantasy-style format here. And they're going to go through each team, pick a player, provide some analysis, and move on. So it'll be exactly like it was in the first podcast, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And um, apologies in advance again for having to labor through my Gary Bettman voice to start here. But once we get past that, we'll get in the Flames, then the Leafs pick, and then we'll finish off the rest of the draft from there. So enjoy. Welcome back to the lovely city of Chicago and the second half of the first round of the 2017 National Hockey League Draft. We will now go through picks 16 to 30, where you're going to want to hear this. The Toronto Maple Leafs are picking, so stay tuned for that. All right, so uh, with the 16th overall pick, the Calgary Flames draft from the Owen Sound attack of the OHL, Nick Suzuki. Nice. Uh, <laughs> wow. So, Omar know, just reversed it on me. Oh, I reversed it. Ah, yeah, how's it feel? <laughs> yeah, he got me too. Here, so, um, so, yeah, so even though, you know, Suzuki lacks size, you know, like there's nothing you can replace with skill. You know, he's like well, obviously one of the, he's a dy- dynamic offensive uh, player, you know, 96 points in 65 games. He's very consistent, you know, and, uh, and you know, he's also known as, as being one of the best penalty killers in the OHL. So, you know, that's definitely, um, that's definitely something you want to add. Um, if you're Calgary, at this point, you can't really go for a position. You just want to take the uh, the best player available, and at 16, it would be uh, Nick Suzuki. 
Alrighty. All right. So the Toronto Maple Leafs are now on the clock. You got there them. we go. You got them up there. Are you? Are you? Are, are the Leafs ready to pick? They are all the way from New Jersey. We have to. We have to get you up on the uh, podium. Give us one second. How right. is it that the guy from New Jersey ends up getting the Leafs pick? And the Devils. The guy from Jersey got. And the, the Devils pick. <laughs> and the Rangers. Like. Oh yeah. Oh, we got the Rangers as well. Well, you got the Leafs. All right, uh, this is this is actually a really tough pick for me, but with the 17th overall pick in the 2017 NHL draft, the Toronto Maple Leafs are proud to select from the Tri-City Americans of the Western Hockey League, Yuso Valimaki. Okay, yeah. I thought you were going to the place I didn't want you to go. I know, right? I is it, is it bad like, if opposing teams no. cheer that pick? <laughs> a 6-6 center. Oh, God. All righty, so Valimaki, yeah. explain yourself. Spell Dracula. There's no way I was going to. Uh, yeah, Valimaki, me, uh, he monster year with the city. He, I think he had 60-something points. He had 61 points in 60 games. So he's a point-per-game defenseman. He's really good both ways. He can skate. He's pretty big, too. He's about 6'2", 200 pounds. You know, they kind of compared him to a more, more dynamic but less – uh, Calm, uh, Ole Ulevi, who obviously went fifth to Vancouver last year. Um, I really like this kid. I mean, so you're you obviously notice that he's getting a lot of offense through, but he's a good two way player too. He can skate, and you know, obviously, yeah, it's kind of sad that he's a left left handed defenseman. But at this point, you're just trying to pick the best player. And for me, he was the best player on the board. He was my highest rated, but I had three other guys that I was really really. Uh, looking at but he was for me the best defenseman available who are you considering with that with that uh, i also the guy i was going to go with next was probably nicholas haig mm-hmm. and yeah. then the other guy was christian Veselainen from uh from finland for me you know uh i thought that haig is a great skater too he's he's obviously a little bit bigger he's massive he's about six Monster. six Mm-hmm. And Monster. Christian Veselin absolutely just ripped it up at the under 18s. And guys that tend to do that are are really good players. Last year it was uh, with the Finns. Obviously, it was Jesse Pugliarvi. And he looks like he's going to be a, a really good player. But, yeah, for me it was Valimaki. He was he was the probably the one of the best players on the Finnish team at the World Juniors. He They had a really underwhelming team, but I liked his game a lot. So I think we see a lot of mock drafts right now. You'll see, obviously, a lot of defensemen are being penciled in as a Leafs pick. But I think between Valimaki and Haig, those are two realistic guys that'll be there. What the, separates one from the other? Because by the sounds of it, they're really close. I, I don't know. Some people are yeah. not as high on Hag just because they don't think the skating is quite there. From like he's got. I, he's, I don't know. For for me, I think he's an amazing skater for his size. Yeah, it's for his like size, ridiculous. he's pretty good. Yeah. Another thing too. No, is which is which is another thing though. You, you know, if you're getting a six foot six defenseman, he can beat you up too. Like he, mm-hmm. he's a really good defensive guy, and he's going to be able to play with the the big players that you're playing against. But you know, foot speed isn't an issue with him for me, at least. I mean, obviously, you'd wish he's Eric Carlson, but at least he he can move around. <laughs> yeah. But I think Valimaki's just a little better skater than he is. And just to keep touching on Hog, like another thing too is that. Um, his offensive game really developed this year, and like, and to speak on his skating ability, like he he'll jump in the rush, like if he knows if he knows, um, like it's it's the right time to do, kind of similar to what what uh, Morgan Raleigh did in his uh, first couple seasons with the Leafs. 
but um yeah i think i think definitely going with valamaki at that at that pick is is um the best way to go just because yeah and yeah it sucks that he's not a right-handed shot but you know i think um especially when you do leaps you just want to keep adding adding a defenseman whenever possible and the best available defenseman we see them doing this with uh borgman and um and rosen in sweden so yeah i definitely agree with jake and going with uh valamaki at 17. yeah i I like that pick. He had a couple of multi-goal performances too, so he can he can put the puck in the net. He mm-hmm. jumps up in the rush, like he said. There's, and, uh, and there's there's not many Leafs defensemen right now that can put the puck in the net. Yeah, but he also has that two-way game. It's there's a lot yeah. of guys that are offensive. You have Gardner, you've got Riley, you've got Carrick to a degree who can jump up. Like, but those guys are guys who carry the play and pass it off. Yeah, like, they don't really have a guy that's going to try to do it himself. Well, it's not that he tries to do it himself from what but, I've seen. It's sort of he jumps up in the rush yeah. and he's that one-timer option on, yeah, the, but on that's, the far side. Exactly. That's not really something the yeah. Leafs have. Like, that's true. Uh, name me a defenseman that's going to take a big, yeah, a big one-timer. Like, yeah. they don't really have that. They don't have one. No. They don't have a shooter. I, yeah, I think that's why that's a lot the of biggest people... hole in their power play. That's why they run four forwards. Yeah, that's why a lot of people are so high on Nielsen is because um, when they watch when they watch him play yeah, in the um, with the Marlies, like they see that shot, and after them, they, that's why they, uh, a lot of people want him in the NHL that badly. But mm-hmm. with Valimaki, you can definitely have that. Well, I'll ask you guys he, this: he he had he was the only one of the only guys that even scored goals for Finland. I think they scored like six goals the whole tournament. He had two of them as a defenseman. We'll spend a little more time on the Leafs because obviously this is a Leafs podcast. So, <laughs> looking at the first 15, 16 picks ahead of the Leafs here, is there anybody you guys consider worthy of trading up to get? Realistically, well, uh, Jake Jake already had one that he he ran to the podium for with Detroit's <laughs> pick. Yeah, that that is the only guy I, I would like because I think he's a top five talent in this draft. I think he's the third best forward for me. I'd take him over Velarde. Wow! Okay. Wow! Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the, when it comes, I wouldn't trade up for a defenseman just because I think there's guys that will drop that. May not be better than some of the other guys that will go before, but you're not. It's not a huge drop off. So like, if Valimaki's available, that you, you're you're pretty happy. Hag is most likely going to be available. Like he's probably yeah. a guy that could drop to the mid twenties. Okay. So I mean, if he's available too, I think he's a, he's another good option for the Leafs. I mean, he could even be an option to the Leafs trade down for even. Like if you're, it, but I I don't think you'd trade up for a defenseman. I, I don't think I think if you see like a guy who slipped out of the top ten that you're like, oh my gosh, he slipped out of the top ten, that could be it. But I I just don't see them going reaching for like a, a, a just a defenseman. It has to be like the right guy. I know last year was in the second round. We saw the Leafs kind of go off the board a bit with Korshkov. Some would consider that off the board. Um, yeah. Is there anybody like do you see any possibility of that in the first round? For the Leafs or just yeah, in general? Just, no, for the Leafs. Um, I think no, no, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I think it won. Dry, right? They pretty much. St- I mean, from what we've seen the past four drafts, they pretty much stuck to the board at least in the first round. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only outside of that Korshkov pick, I mean, the one that I guess kind of shocked me was Dermott because I thought he was going to go. People thought he was going to go in the fifties, and he went in the high thirties. But they pretty much stay true to the board which is, you know, obviously what we can see is the Bob McKenzie's board. And, you know, he's relatively right when it comes to slotting where prospects go. And they pretty much, they, they take 
best of best, best available talent from what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, we got that with Brocco when he fell, Timashov when he fell. Yeah. You know, it's it's been nice. That's why the Leafs have had, you know, high grades and from, you know, pundits like us because these are guys that they had rated high and the Leafs got steals in them. Yeah, I think um, if there is any movement, it might be a dynamic decision, you know? So, like, say, for example, if they have – if they're set on drafting Valimaki or Foot or any other defenseman and they go – and then their plan B, they feel they can get in like the late twenties. I feel like maybe, maybe they might they might uh might trade down for that. But besides that, there's nothing really, no other reason to. Uh, on a on one last note, um, I think if they don't have the guy they want, they will trade that pick. Oh, like, like I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if they trade it before the draft. I mean, yeah. obviously, there's a lot of guys that Leafs fans and you know the Leafs have been uh, linked to guys like. Guys like I was talking about, Chris Tanev or, or um, a Matt Dumba. You know, Minnesota doesn't have a first-round pick. Neither, I mean, neither do the Ducks. So, you know, maybe for a guy like a Vatnin or a Dumba, where they can get back in the first round uh, when the draft starts, and you can pluck one of those defensemen out of there. So, I, I don't think I think the Leafs are going to make some trades uh, during the draft for hey, sure. Hey Jake. And I think this pick is definitely in play. Hey Jake. Would yeah. Minnesota make the trade if it was a, if it was a bad deal? No, they would just let him go. Just let him <laughs> go for free. <laughs> All right, so I think we're going to be moving it back into the draft. Yeah, we'll get back in the draft here. We'll speed yeah. through the rest of the picks. Yeah. yeah. Just, we want to spend some more time on the Leafs because, again, this is obviously a Leafs podcast, so it's important that we discuss the Leafs. <laughs> yes. So now on the clock, the Boston Bruins. Ooh. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Poor Haas. Haas is just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Alrighty. So with the 18th pick, the Boston Bruins select Christian Veselainen, center from HPK in the Finnish league. All right. Just, oh, uh, uh, well, uh, if you don't mind me to just do a quick one. He's a big body. Um, I think he fits well with Boston and who obviously like their power forwards. Um, cycles the puck well and he can finish. So I think he'll fit in really nicely with them. All right. It is now the San Jose Sharks with the 19th pick. All righty. That's you. Plug my phone before it huh. falls. Why is Boston getting booed in Chicago? No, Figure no. it out. <laughs> oh, they lost them in the cup final. Oh, gosh. Oh, well. Computer just froze. Oh, we're good. Details. Okay. I thought my computer froze for a second. That would have been bad. All righty. So... The San Jose Sharks are proud to select Michael Rasmussen from the Tri-City Americans. All righty, there we are. Any any explanation there? Um, I, they, they they could use some help up front. It showed in that series against the Edmonton. I think they just need a little more firepower. Guys, they, they could be losing Marlowe and Thornton really soon, so might as well have somebody in the pipe to, uh, to be able to replace them. That's All right, cool. cool. Yeah, I mean, Rasmussen could be good. I mean, <laughs> I really don't know. It's hard to tell with big guys like that, honestly. All righty. <laughs> All right. Uh, next pick is St. Louis. Oh, Omar. That is it. One of two St. Louis picks in <laughs> yes, the first sir. round. Stacked up. All right. Um, so, yeah, so St. Louis will draft from uh, St. Cloud State, Ryan Poling. Um, he made uh, some pretty good strides in his first year. 
Um, he's a really good good skater. Has size. He's compared to Jordan Stahl. You know, can play in all situations and has an accurate shot. So I think that could be a good a good addition for uh, St. Louis there. Great on deflections as well. Yeah. Every goal I saw of him on highlights on YouTube was him tipping a puck in the net. All right. Next up, much to Jake's dismay, the New York Rangers. Are the New York Rangers ready to select? Oh, uh, we got to bring them up. We. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're ready to go. One sec. All right, we're we're, we're bringing them up. And dun, 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 dun. go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, this is the twenty second pick, right? Twenty first. Twenty first. Oh, with the twenty first pick in the twenty seventeen NHL entry draft, the New York Rangers are proud to select Clem Costin from Dynamo mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. KHL. All right, just a quick sum of why. I mean, this is another guy that has dropped a lot. He he was projected to go top five at the beginning of the year because, you know, he's massive. I think he's like 6'3", like 200 pounds, and he's a big talent. A guy he kind of reminds me of is um, is the guy that they have right now, Pavel Busnevich, and also the guy that Dallas drafted a couple years ago. His name eludes me, though. Nachushkin? Um, <laughs> yeah, Nachushkin. I mean, he he's a good, he's a really good skater, and he's huge, and he uses his body to his advantage. Obviously, you know, he, I think he had some injuries, and he, he was kind of playing up and down between the KHL and the junior league. But you know, he obviously has the talent. I mean, you know, what I remember the thing that you know really came out to me was when uh, he was a part of the Russia team that played in the this the Subway Series or whatever they call it when they played against the QMJHL, WHL, and OHL, and he was really, really good in that. And, you know, he had a big goal against the Quebec Major Junior League team, and, and he looked he looked like very good. And obviously, you know, the Rangers, as I said, they always are going for the big fish, the potential guys, and he looks like he has the potential to be a top-five talent in this draft. All right, up next, 22nd overall, the Edmonton Oilers. All righty. All righty. Uh, with the 22nd overall pick, the Edmonton Oilers select Kaylor Yamamoto from Spokane to the WHL. Wow. Okay. They yep. go with the Alex DeBrinkett of the 2017 draft. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, pint size, but he fills the net. Um, I did talk with our resident Oilers fan here at Centennial, uh, our buddy Eric. He said Oilers fans are really high on this guy. Um, they had another guy as a backup that they're kind of looking into, but uh Yamamoto was there so I think he fits uh the Oilers nicely he puts up points and uh he'll fit somewhere in that roster at some point okay I have been fortunate to get the Arizona Coyotes for two straight times in this in this first round (laughs) um so with the 23rd overall pick the Arizona Coyotes will select Nicholas Hag from Mississauga nice Mm -hmm. all right um, just they, <laughs> you know, already walk away. From walk, the walk away. All right, just uh, wait. A guy that you know they've they've got some pretty good good prospects up front. He's a guy that can come in hopefully one day and give Ekman Larson some help on the back end. They don't really have. They, they need a lot of things the Coyotes, but I think if you add a guy like Hag, he can be a safe pick. Good. Yeah, we we talked about it before. He's a good skater. He's got a good shot from the point. I think he'll just provide some good depth for that organization moving forward. Cool. Um, next up, we have 
Columbus? 24? Oh, Omar. When was the last time Columbus picked out so late in the draft? Oh, boy. Um, oh, was it when they took uh, – when did Milano get taken a couple of years ago? Sonny Milano was taken 16th overall. 16th. All right. You have it right in front of your face. I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at my own board. Oh, okay. Because I don't know who the hell I'm taking with these next two picks. <laughs> Interesting what you say. <laughs> He's confident, though, ladies and gentlemen. He's confident. Yeah, it's a crapshoot, but I'm excited. All right. Omar, how much time do you need for this one? Give me, like, 15 seconds. All right, uh, I'll try to do my uh, my best Mark Hunter impression for this one. <clears throat> so uh, from the from the London Knights with the 24th overall pick, the Columbus Blue Jackets draft uh, Josh Norris. I mean, not Josh Norris. Sorry, Robert Thomas. That's awkward. Whoa, guy. So, uh, uh, point per point per game player. You know, um, he does 5'11", 185. You know, sees the ice and his teammates well. So I think that'd be a good good addition for uh, Columbus. Oh not man, too much to add. But uh, <laughs> Jake was not happy with that one for many reasons. All right, just walk off the stage. Just alrighty All right. with the 25th overall pick, the Montreal Canadien. Boo. Boo. I don't know how to boo in French, so. Boo. Who's Montreal? Boo, Montreal, boo. That's it's me. It's oh. me. Okay. Okay. I'm going to need like 10 seconds if I'm All just right. looking at it. I got to readjust my board now. Oh, no. Should oh, we start no. booing now? 10. 9. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that. We are counting. Oh, wait a minute. Readjust the board. Why? Yeah. You you took the guy he wanted. You didn't see him? Oh, that's yeah, what it was? Yeah, he was super rattled. All the rattled. Oh, sick. I feel like you should be doing the victory screech in Spongebob. Uh, okay, I got it. I got it. <laughs> yes. Okay, Um, with the 25th pick, the Montreal in the 2017 NHL draft, the Montreal Canadiens are proud to select from the Waterloo Blackhawks in the U.S. Hockey League, Shane Bowers. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, not, not going to lie. I really wanted uh, Robert Thomas. That's I compared him to a guy like Bo Horvat, who kind of you know came from like no points and just came out of nowhere and he put up like a point per game pace. But you know, I, Shane Bowers, I really like him here. You know, he's he's kind of like a prototypical second third line center. You know, he's pretty good two ways. He can skate. He's pretty big too. And he's going to add some skill to them. He's committed to go to Boston University next year, so he's going to be on a really good team with some really good players. And he's going to be able to add to his frame because he's only 170. So, um, and that's about it. Alrighty. So with the next pick, it is the hometown Chicago Blackhawks. Yay! Yay! I'm going to need two seconds because I'm trying to decide da, between da, a couple da, people. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep doing this until you make the pick. <laughs> Bide time da, da, for me. I mean Chelsea Dagger. We're gonna make this pick as we're going up to the to the podium. Okay. Uh, and yeah, it's okay, Dan Bowman coming up. Alright. So with the twenty-sixth pick, the Chicago Blackhawks select Josh Norris, center from the US national development team. Mm. Um did get to see a little bit of this guy just from clips on YouTube, and uh, he looks solid. He can uh, put pucks in from in front of the net, and he's uh, he's got good size. Right now he's 6'1", 192, and he'll fill out a little bit, so he'll be uh, a good good little player, I would think, over the next level. All right. And next, 
for the second time in this uh, part two mock draft, the St. Louis Blues. 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 Okay. Alrighty. With uh, the 27th pick in the draft, St. Louis Blues will select from the Sioux St. Marie Greyhounds, Connor Timmons. Wow. Took a, we took a four. Oh well, Omar. Omar didn't, and I didn't really get a chance to uh, talk about who was got picked. Sorry, <laughs> get picked with the first, uh, the first pick. So, I, I I envision them taking one defender at least in the first round. I think he's kind of one of the better ones left available. He's good. You know, he's he's a bit smaller. I, mean, I don't know, six one. He's not as small as some people may say. Good two way game. I think he'll. Uh, He'll eventually come in and be able to replace some of those uh, aging blue liners that they got in St. Louis. Nice. Alrighty. Um, you are up, Omar. Ottawa's on the clock with the 28th pick. I'll need a second. All right. Sounds <laughs> good. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of some prospects that might uh, <coughs> might slip into this first who, round. Who, who's slipping out of the first round? Uh, I actually could see Connor Timmons being someone. Hey, you're supposed to be looking at getting your pick right <laughs> <now. laughs> Aren't you supposed to be picking? A um, guy for me that I think is going to have complete the fall is Maxim Comtois. I mean, he was terrible this year. He he was supposed yeah. to be like, like they compared him to a guy like Jonathan Drouin. I don't, I don't know how good Victoriaville was, but. I believe he went down in points, and he played about the same amount of games. He was projected to be a you know, top five, top ten pick at the beginning of the year, and yep. I don't think he even makes it. I don't think he uh, goes in the first round. Yeah, I feel the same way about um, Matthew Strom. He's somebody that started out as a lottery pick, and now there's a chance he drops out. Uh, skating's a little underwhelming, but, I mean, he's the youngest Strom brother the other two went so high. I mean, you kind of expect him to go in the first, but uh, Hamilton didn't play to their ability this year, I don't think. It looks like Ottawa is ready to pick. All righty. Better batter. Okay. So, um, all right. So, uh, the Ottawa Senators will draft from uh, Guelph Storm, Isaac Ratcliffe. Ooh. You know, he's a big 6'5", power four. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, oh, poor oh, Omar does a double take on Jake yeah, right there. Big double steal. power forward, you know, fifty-four points in sixty-seven games. He's a, he's a you know a tough forechecker, and he's really good on the cycle. And I feel that um, with the system that Ottawa plays, where it's kind of boring, but once they get into the zone, they like to uh, the cycle the puck and um, you know you know work the boards a little bit. And I feel that um, with his offensive touch, he may be able to uh, to help them there. So uh, Isaac Ratcliffe, All sorry, right. Jake. All right, and picking for the second time. In the first round, the Dallas Stars traded the pick, got the pick from Anaheim for Patrick Eves. Must be loving that trade. <laughs> I think I think Jake needs a little extra time now. No, I got it. I got it. Oh, <laughs> one second. He's not going to be phased, huh? <laughs> All right. Uh, with the 29th overall pick in the 2017 NHL draft, the Dallas Stars are taking Cole Lind from Kelowna in the Western Hockey League. Alrighty, what do you like about him? And for me, it was it was pretty obvious. I mean, you know, he kind of plays that 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 power game. He's about six two, like one hundred and eighty pounds. Uh, he's got good speed and he's got the ability to you know create offense for himself. He put up really good points for Kelowna, who had a really good team this year. He had thirty goals and fifty seven assists for 
87 points in 70 games. And, you know, Kelowna's just got a history of pumping out really good players. So wouldn't wouldn't shock me if uh, if he went in the first round here too. So Okay. Alrighty. I'm going to need a second here because <laughs> – yeah, I, I, I'm happy I had a backup there because Cole, Cole was going off the board with the next pick. Yeah, for me, it was between, like for my pick for Ottawa, it was between um, Cole and Cole and, uh, and Ratcliffe. But um, yeah. I think I think just like, you know, just, just like obviously like the size and like in the strength, I feel it would be a great, a great asset to um, to Ottawa, even though Cole like does have like the, the offensive ability, so... This is this yeah. is the, the Stanley Cup champions pick, so I got to make sure I really do. Yeah, you really don't screw this one up. Well, I mean, they want a cup; they don't need a good prospect. <laughs> Take whoever Wait, has what? the best name. You're, you're, oh, oh, okay. I thought you were Nashville. No, no, I, he's Pittsburgh. I'm Nashville. Oh, you're up. Okay, my yeah. Bad. Now I'm up. Yeah, Nashville's picking. By the way, <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. I'm just letting you know. I know. I'm just. I'm just really wondering who I'm going to pick here. Alrighty, I'm probably going to take him. Well, hopefully, I uh, I don't hurt you here, David. But uh, with the 30th pick, Nashville takes Jason Robertson from Kingston. Six-two uh, guy. He's sort of a lankier player. I think he's more of a six-three. I guess you'd say he plays a little bigger than he looks, and uh, he had a great season with Kingston. Uh, Nashville could use another forward. I think. Um, they were just missing a bigger body. They have a lot of small forwards, so um, he could really help them with the cycle game, and uh, hopefully the scoring comes around at the next level for them. Pittsburgh's pick is almost done. <laughs> All right, cool. I don't think he's been picked yet. <laughs> I, I think I know who you're thinking of, too. I don't think you do. <laughs> okay. We'll see. Yeah. Hey. I gotta go to the full seven round to see who's supposed to go out of the mock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm running out of names. Okay, jokes. Mm. All right, uh, I'd like to thank the city of Chicago for their hospitality, and for all the, everybody who has been congratulating us for our second straight Stanley Cup champion. Oh. Look to be going for the three peat next season. I hate you. <laughs> with uh, with the last pick of the first round, the Pittsburgh Penguins are proud to select from the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, Pierre Olivier Joseph. Nice. Just a skinny. Our defense got beat up the crap in this postseason. We need some defensive <laughs> prospects. We're picking Joseph. Nice. All righty. I like it. Mr. Bevin, we now. I thought you were going to go with uh, Euro Vakanainen. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. There's a couple guys that like could sneak into this first round. Because they love say? those Finnish Vakanainen. players. That's why. Uh, he was my second option. Pierre Olivier, that's the guy from the queue that uh, they have going to the Leafs. Craig Buttonhead, right? Yeah, oh. yeah. He says he'll says you know you need some time and stuff. All all 158 pounds of him. Yeah, but but back to Va- the uh, back to the Vakanainen. Yeah, I think he's he's definitely a cool guy. He's um. If you read all the reports, a lot of people say he's the he's the person that you'd want, like you know, on the penalty kill or protecting a lead. You know, he's really defensively responsible. So nah, we got Ian Cole for that, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Cole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pittsburgh won a cup with Ian Cole on, as one of their better defenders. Ron Hainsey. Oh. <laughs> so went with went with the went with the the France the Francais. Cool. Pick. Alrighty, Kamish. Kamish. 
And that will conclude. Ooh. Thank you. And that will conclude the 2017 National Hockey League Draft. I'd like to thank the city of Chicago for their wonderful hospitality. We will see you next year. Um, I think for the second half here, it was really all about the Leafs for us, at least. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Aside from that, you guys have alluded to this a lot, saying it was a crapshoot, more or less. Well, I mean, for us, I guess, I, I found once I was looking at highlights for players, it sort of became less and less... Once you got to the back half of the draft, there was less to see. Yeah. So unless you were watching that particular league and paying attention to a player over a season, it was kind of hard to, you know, gauge exactly how good they were without a full sample size. I mean. Yeah, it's looking funny. at a couple of YouTube clips. Yeah, if you look at a lot of um those players that are projected to go in like that bottom that bottom ten, a lot of them are being called sleeper picks. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. like you know, like those guys who can with maybe with like some luck or or with maybe some hidden talent can end up being one of the better players in the draft so i think uh definitely teams who are picking in that in that area including the leafs are going to have to you know pay attention to their scouting reports and you know their notes and also their field too um and uh get the better player available so i think in the back half end since you guys are saying you know sleepers crab shoes a lot of buzzwords for guys that they're unsure about is this a spot where Vegas can really swoop in and have an impact? Because teams are stuck with certain guys. You know, you look at some teams out there and they got bad contracts. So maybe this is where they entice Vegas by giving them a first round pick. So look, they have yeah. Vegas. I think I I think at minimum they have three first round picks. Yeah, in this draft. Wow. they're yeah. getting Columbuses. Like I yeah, think they already yeah, have yeah. Columbuses. Yeah. So they got 24. pretty much. Mm -hmm. So they have what? They have two now. Mm -hmm. They got six two, yeah. in 24. And I wouldn't be shocked if they got LAs. Yeah, with the whole BXA thing, they're probably going to get a first. Probably Anaheim Anaheim for next too, year. Yeah. yeah. Well, Anaheim doesn't have the one. Well, Anaheim doesn't have Dallas. a first. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I don't think LA is going to want to get rid of that first. They they need picks. Well, it I depends think... what mindset they're in, right? Like like if they're if they're just trying to trying to rebuild on the fly, then I don't but, know. Well, I think Tampa's an interesting team to look at. I don't really think they're a team that needs a first rounder. They're stacked. They have a glut of talent. They have. Too. They hey, have Jake, how stacked is Tampa? <laughs> they're they're very stacked. <laughs> Are you very? Ha he's not very happy about. Well, that. here since since this draft is really all about Vegas in the end of it because everybody's wondering how many picks they're going to accumulate. We'll set the line for first round picks of what? I was going to say, say four. thirteen. <laughs> Just Wait, the entire what? back half. Oh, the entire pick, the entire draft. Sorry, how many first round picks? I'll set the line at four. You guys go over under. I feel like four will push. That's oh. why. Well, I would call three. even at four. Like maybe I wouldn't go. I over. think three. I'll say yeah, under. I'll say I think under. Three. Yeah. Three? You said you I'll should say, have done I'll three, and three. then maybe four would have been pushing it. Mm. Uh, you know, you never know. Can set three and a half. I thought you were good at this whole gambling thing, Chris. It's been what two? Let's find out. See who keeps the money. It's been what two days since the playoffs ended, and they've already announced two picks or two trades that could involve first rounders yeah. for mm -hmm. cash dumps. That's so. the thing that I'm really like curious about with Vegas. Wait, are you talking about in this draft first round picks? This draft, yeah, this draft. Oh. Yeah, then I think three. I mean, yeah. you got to look around at the teams that are in, you know, cap hell, so to speak, and uh, and you got to look and see who has the potential to trade one of those picks. Obviously, we know Columbus is. Um, Anaheim is obviously giving them something good for them not to take it. Uh, you got to look at maybe another team. I think St. Louis could trade one of their other picks because they have some contracts that aren't too good. Yeah. And as we saw from our buddies at the athletic, they have a big issue coming up with having to pay um, the big defenseman. What's his name? Uh, Pareko. Pareko. And, you know, maybe they 
pay them to take off, uh, you know, Yori Laterra or someone like that and sweeten it with a with one of the two picks they have. So that that's a team that wouldn't shock me. And they're also going for it still, so they could probably use some cap space. I could buy that. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense for a team like St. Louis to shed themselves of at least some financial burden, and, and terrible also, makes sense. They've also got two picks, so I mean, yeah. yeah, they can spare one if they really need to. Okay. What kind of is there any storylines that all you guys are looking forward to in this draft aside from Vegas? I am looking forward to who's going to take Clem Costin, um, because he was the first overall pick in the import draft this year for the CHL. I didn't report to Kootenay, so obviously everyone branded him with the whole Russian problem <laughs> thing. He won't come over to the whole Evgeny Kuznetsov. That yeah, was obviously two. the last guy that got drafted and didn't come over for a while. But um, I think the right team in the right situation, he could end up in a place that he'll come over right away. Maybe spend a couple of years in the KHL and then come over when his contract's up, possibly. Yeah, I think for me, I'm kind of thinking of... Because the Leafs' second-round pick is Ottawa's. So that's going to be in like like the end. That's of later the, in the, like the second, second round. No, no, it's not. It's the middle oh. one. Is or it the middle? It's yeah, they 50. keep the middle one. Uh, Anaheim gets the Ottawa pick. Uh, we get the the our pick. We get our own pick. Okay. Oh, okay. They get the lesser or the worst of the two picks. All these yeah. conditions on these trades. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no just so many. I'm just wondering if like if the Leafs are if the Leafs are thinking of. Like, if there's an opportunity that comes up at the draft day, if they'd be willing to trade other picks up besides the first. You know? Maybe. I want to see the players that potentially get moved because there's a lot of Mm -hmm. names that are out there, and I feel like there's going to be one name that's off the board that nobody saw coming get traded. And, you know, kind of like last year when, you know, P.K. Subban got traded and Taylor Hall got traded. Obviously, the guys I expect to get traded are, you know, Matt Duchesne. (laughs) I think it's a foregone conclusion he gets traded. I wouldn't be shocked if they traded Tyson Berry and Landeskog, too. I mean, I think this is the team that is going to be in a full-down tear mode. Full teardown mode, sorry. We all kind of agreed, though, that teams are probably going to look towards next year's draft as opposed to this year's, which we all said was a weaker class. So Mm -hmm. is that something you see more future picks? Um... Maybe I don't know. It's kind. Of, it's like different from the NFL, where I feel like future future picks aren't worth as much when it's a full year away and when you're at the draft because you kind of you put your whole work in for a scouting class and if there's a guy you like, maybe you make that deal. But I, I don't know. I maybe for teams that move up later on, but I wouldn't expect it unless it's a big move up, like uh, like Toronto moving up to three or something and giving up a future first but i wouldn't expect that yeah i think if you're a team that's not a hundred percent sure on where you're going to be next year i would definitely not do that just because like to to like you know we've been talking about this and jace brought up as well like there's there's a whole lot of generational talent in next year's draft Mm -hmm. so you know you don't want to be one in particular yeah exactly you know and you don't want to be that you don't want to be that team who like you know thinks they're going to be good trade a first round pick and ends up being like fourth overall or something like that yeah, right so that's a good point. or rasmus dolan <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah okay i think that pretty much concludes everything else for our draft then any final closing thoughts guys i feel a lot no. better that i screwed over <laughs> Jake twice <laughs> yeah some of us are feeling good it didn't go as according to plan uh down at the end but still better better than i thought okay 
Okay, I can live with that then. <laughs> I'm glad everybody enjoyed it then. As always, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Tip of the Tower. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes or SoundCloud at Tip of the Tower. You can follow me on Twitter at Crystal Kranitz. You can follow Austin on Twitter at underscore Austin Owens. You can follow Dave on Twitter at D underscore Morisuti. You can follow Omar on Twitter at OLW93. And you can follow Jake on Twitter at Jake Middleton 12 We'll be back next week, guys. Until then, take care and hopefully enjoy all our draft analysis. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 